0: What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought I had a thought, and it just phew, went out of my head. So, I guess lately I've been thinking a lot about leadership. I, you know, a lot of people are natural leaders, uh, and some people don't really—I don't think—have the mentality to become a good leader. And so that's interesting, you know, there's just so much going on, um, I think St. Louis itself might be one of the most fascinating places that no one ever thinks about, you know what I mean, like, we have crime and corruption on par with Chicago, except nobody talks about it, it's the weirdest thing, and, um, I don't know. Just seeing how things go this year, I might really literally pack up stakes and take my mom with me. And uh, I don't know. I'm thinking Denver. I really want to move to Toronto. But after this winter, I'm like, Toronto might be too cold for me. But I love the, the vibe and the energy and the people that have come from Toronto. I haven't been there yet, but I just know I love it. You know, some of my favorite doctors that I follow uh are are in Toronto or doing their research from Toronto they have a good film community they have a great film festival you know it's it just seems like a great place um uh, and maybe I should work on moving there. I don't know, but i it's seeing how things go this year uh and things are going really well for me, so I'm not suffering or anything but you know St Louis is a cage that people break out of and don't come back and it's weird I have a friend and I grew up with him when we went to grade school together and I respect him but he supports political candidates without living here so it's like what's the point of that you know if if you are not being a part of their policies why? What's, why would you support them like that doesn't make sense to me You know, when I move to another community, I'll be all involved in that community. Like I'm all involved in this community. But that's the whole point, right? You should be living in the community so you can see if that person is doing what they said they were going to do or not. If their policies make sense or not. You know, I don't know the world is really twisted. I feel like we're in a, and this is going to sound dark and I don't mean it in a dark way, but I feel like we're all in a video game where we have collectively decided to hit the hell on earth button. You know what I mean? Like there's so many hellish things going on. Um, And I think I feel that way because I dreamed I was stuck in Russia or I was stuck somewhere. It wasn't particularly, it was somewhere in Europe and it wasn't particularly war torn, but it was a communist country. And I was like, people complain about America all the time. But one thing that they they have is freedom, you know. And I remember in my dream being like, this just sucks. Like, the news wasn't real because it was all coming from the government. I think they were rationing what we ate. It was like a real, I don't know if communism is like that. I've never been to a communist country, but I was like, this sucks. America, you know, you warts and all, is better than this. And uh, I woke up, I feel like I woke up right after that dream. But I was like, this is awful. And uh, everybody complains about America, but, you know, you probably don't want to go live somewhere else. That's, you know, I mean, a, a developed uh, first world country. I mean, we have a lot of issues and problems, but it's almost like we make them all ourselves. You know, for instance, you wonder why everybody gets a certain age and gets diabetes and then dementia. It's because we don't regulate our food enough. You know, that's the free market. You know, people know Coca-Cola isn't good for them. And Coca-Cola knows it's not good for you, but they're not going to stop selling it because they're making money off of it. And you're an adult. You're hooked on it, and uh, you can't stop. That's your fault. Yeah, you know, that's the dichotomy of a capitalist country., uh, you know, we put capitalism over everything. People knew to- tobacco was bad for you long ago, long before they started, you know putting all those restrictions on it. They knew 30, 40 years before that that people were getting cancer from cigarettes. And pe- we know now, and people still smoke. So, you know, like I said, I it, warts and all, we won't get on this thing where people are just completely obsessed with race, even when it's not even there. You know, one thing I really can't stand about St. Louis is the older black people constantly, except my older black people, my family never talked about it. And I guess that's partly why I didn't really grow up thinking that way. Appa- I don't doubt the St. Louis was a super racist place at one time. I, the segregation and I look at the redlining that the banks did. It's obvious. But people talk like it's still the, the way it was in the 30s and 40s. You know, and they have this weird allegiance to black people, even black people who are corrupt, even black people who are inept, even black people who aren't very good at what they do. And they just stay loyal to them it is the weirdest thing i've ever seen and we'll talk to you like you're crazy they're black you got to support them but they're not good at this you know i i would never keep taking my car to a black mechanic if he kept jacking it up you know what i mean i i just really don't understand it i don't get it and it's probably not for me to get i'm not going to convert anybody and nobody's going to convert me i don't live in that space I'm not continuously offended all the time. Uh, I just can't live that way. I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. There is nobody lower on the totem pole than me. I think RuPaul gets more respect than me. (laughs) RuPaul is a a black man who dresses like a woman. And he gets more respect than a woman born as a woman who's black. And I love Rupaul, don't get me wrong i I watch drag Race all the time, and I am amazed by what they can do. I mean, I was born with the with the parts naturally, and I can't do what they do with them so anyway, I'm off on one but but it does it does frustrate me. I do get super frustrated here, and I can feel the restrictions, and it's not what other people feel. I feel restricted because I don't know. I just want to grow my business. I want to, you know, live my life and just be happy. You know, and I don't want to always play the race car. Now, I did have to play the race car one day because I literally was getting some of the worst service I've ever gotten. And I just was like, is it because I'm a woman? Is it because I'm black? I don't know. I don't know. But I have been to your establishment. Some It's a car dealership. And I needed service. And I've used, I I own Audis and BMWs. Well, not multiple BMWs, but I have an Audi and a BMW. And I, for years, just felt scummy leaving the Audi dealership, that that part of their business. And I was like, dude, you know, I had one decent experience, and then the customer service just plummeted. And I always left feeling like, dude, did they hose me? Did they make me buy stuff I didn't need? You know, and if you do it right, I shouldn't feel that way, right? And then one time I I had a uh this was with the Audi. One time I had a a repair. And they were like, "Yeah, it's going to be like 2 grand." And I was like, "Okay, well, you know, call my warranty." And then they called the warranty people, then the then the price of the repair went down cuz sh- this person before knew I had a warranty. I only thought about the warranty cuz she had had me think about it before when I needed a repair. So then she goes, okay, I'll call your warranty. I didn't realize you had one. Yes, I have one. So then the repair went down some something like $900 when the warranty was paying for it. But it was like $2,000 when I was paying for it. Shut up. So then I was just annoyed. And then the last time I went to that place and I was like, I won't be back. They were holding up one of my rentals. And I was like... Listen, I cannot send this rental out like that. You said you would have the part on Friday. You didn't get the part. You seem real laid back about I had to call and hunt you down to find out that you didn't get the part, and I can't send the car out. Now you're messing with my money. Where's your general manager? She had a general manager call, and he was like, Oh, my God, yeah, we'll send somebody out to do it. I'll, I'll send somebody to your house. And I'm like, Yeah. You know, and, and I was like, I was supposed to get $40 off. Y'all didn't do that. Oh, yes, ma'am, we'll credit you back right now. And I'm like, I shouldn't have to do all that just to get the right service. So then in a pinch, I went to the BMW branch of the same business and they, I had to call and harass and just track them down to get the service done this time. And it's like, dude, what are y'all out here doing? And I am going to write a letter. She did not give me the manager's information, but I do want it. And they're going to ask me in a survey what I think. And I'm going to blast them because you all have ultra luxury, not ultra, but luxury high-end vehicles, spend a lot of money getting them repaired at these places and treat us all the same. And so when I went into the BMW dealership the other day, I was like, this is a very male experience. And maybe they're only used to dealing with men, even though the person helping me was a woman. Because it was like aficionado, like the cigar magazine, the golf magazines. Um, All the people waiting for their cars were men. I'm like, is BMW a male brand? I don't know. But anyway, I just, uh, I believe in excellent customer service. And I never really play the race card, but I was like, there's got to be something here. Because I shouldn't have to, you ignored a call, a text, and an email. And then when I, uh, I think I finally called you, you send me a text back. You're like, come on, dude. Call for call. That's just courtesy. (sighs) People can be underwhelming. Some people. And then there are other people that just light you up and you love to see them coming. Which kind of person are you? So anyway, I've been chatting for a minute here. I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you so much. This podcast is like on fire. We're uh, just collecting downloads and listeners. Thank you for following, liking, subscribing, wherever, whatever. You can't even find this on Anchor. I make this podcast on Anchor. And because I haven't found a better platform yet. And, you know, until I can stretch out into like a studio situation, Anchor does the trick. Um, but you guys are listening all over and I appreciate it. I really do. I'm grateful and thankful for you guys. Um, I think a theme that I want to continue is putting yourself first. What are you going to do today to put yourself first into in your life? Um, a lot of times, especially as women, we neglect ourselves. Uh, for, for loved ones. And don't do that today. Just do something special for yourself. Even if it's just eating an ice cream, you know, just five minutes of eating an ice cream or better than that. Don't get diabetes better than that. Do a five minute, you know, meditation. Uh, it doesn't have to be strict meditation. Just go sit somewhere and, and, and be still for five minutes. Uh, just something simple, you know, live your best life. Be good to yourself. All right. I will talk to you soon. Please be well, be safe and absolutely be your best. Thanks so much for listening.